on today's episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. The Vancouver Canucks playoff dreams, which, to be fair, were sort of on life support by the time we recorded last episode, are now officially done and dusted after these two losses against the Ottawa Senators and the Toronto Maple Leafs. We break that all down. And of course, we get into the Alex Edler, Wayne Simmons debate in the second half of our show. Should be a good one. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. He's not a person at all. He's a towel. You're a towel. But in Vancouver, mainly it's all about towel. Ready? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. I'm your host, Nick Bondi. Make sure to subscribe to the Next Misconduct Network wherever you get podcasts. One swipe, one tap, as we like to say. Feel free to check out the most recent episode of Sippin' on a 40 with myself and the one and only Kyle Bowen, where we go over the future of the Vancouver Canucks because, as we mentioned off the top of the show, uh, the the playoffs are done and dusted, folks. I don't think the Van- it's pretty obvious, I think, now the Vancouver Canucks will not be making a playoff push. And this term has been used a lot in this market before, but it is going to be a very long death march for the rest of the season. I remember saying it on the show at the time after those, especially after the first win against the Leafs and after the second win as well, how much of those two wins were adrenaline coming in for the Vancouver Canucks? How much of that were they were excited to get on the ice and prove people wrong? And they did. They won those first two games and they proved people wrong and they were great moments. But now reality has set in for the Vancouver Canucks. This is the t- this already is the toughest stretch of their games. You're approaching the meat of it. Pretty much three games in four nights the rest of the way. It'd be a tough schedule for a fully healthy team. And as much as a, as a, as a coach like Travis Green wants to say, it's not affected because of COVID, tired hockey teams can still compete and still show that effort. It, it looks to me the Vancouver Canucks are a tired hockey team. Look, look at last night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Leafs rested a bunch of players. It was NBA-style load management, and they still dominated. There really isn't really much to talk about from that game because it seemed halfway through the first period, the, the outcome was already determined. Leafs are going to win this game. Only a matter of how much, and credit to the Canucks for keeping it close, but the the... End of the day, the result was never really in question. The Vancouver Canucks were going to win that game. Sorry, the Toronto Maple Leafs were going to win that game. The Vancouver Canucks were not going to win that game. The one the one positive maybe you could take from that game is, is a guy like Cole Lind. It looks like a very hard worker. And I think if he's going to carve out an NHL career, he's going to be a hardworking middle six guy. But that's really about it. You can look at that game against the Ottawa Senators on Tuesday, the weird 2.30 start time to placate Toronto. And we'll get to delusional Leafs fans later. 
but the play that that game was two thirty to placate that Toronto Montreal game later in the night. And it was a similar situation there. The Canucks got outplayed. They looked really tired in that game as well. And this is a situation the rest of the way like that that those Oilers back to backs are going to be absolute bloodbaths for the Vancouver Canucks. Connor McDavid is going to feast in those games. He could legit get to 100 points solely based on these Canucks games alone. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. And we've talked about it in our last two Tuesday episodes, most recently with uh, Daniel Wagner, a.k.a. Pass at the Bullis. Go check that out. Still a great conversation. I think holds up even close to a week later. But it's time to critique, I think, the situation. You can't really critique the roster because this is an impossible situation for the Vancouver Canucks. It's, I think it's much more fair and productive, really, to critique the situation that the Vancouver Canucks were placed in. A.K.A. they were asked to play too many games in too short of a time window those four games against the Calgary Flames end the season. It's a very good chance they will mean nothing in the standings in terms of playoff position. They will be there to decide draft position. And I'm telling you right now, we're about two weeks away from those games. They're going to be around mid-May. It's uh, April 30th today, the Friday. Those games are going to make NHL exhibition games look like Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Final. Those games, I, I'm not even sure if I can watch those games. I probably will. But if they're going on at the same time as the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, then it's debatable. And why are they playing these games? I mentioned it last time I sipped it on 40. It's, it's money and it's optics. The NHL does not want to be the only North American, really the only professional sports league that couldn't have one of its teams complete a full season. They also have money considerations as well. Players do as well. But it's just a situation the Vancouver Canucks are in. It was very. It, it looks very clear to me now that the Vancouver Canucks were running on adrenaline those first two games against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the schedule and the lack of rest is really catching up to them. And it will affect the rest of the season. Again, we can critique the situation. It's going to be hard to critique the roster the rest of the way. You got games against the Oilers coming up. Four games against the Edmonton Oilers coming up. Next week, Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, Saturday. Again, three three games in, 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 four, in four nights. And that, that's the situation the rest of the way. A lot of back-to-backs with the Vancouver Canucks. Three game, Four games against the Edmonton Oilers coming up. Really no rest. Those games are going to be a bloodbath. And even that Maple Leafs game tomorrow night on Saturday, who's going to be resting for that game? I doubt, you know, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner rest. They, they're competitors. They want to play. But maybe some of the older guys rest. Maybe they arrest a guy like Joe Thornton, Jason Spezza. So again, we can critique the situation the Canucks in, but I don't think it's fair to critique the roster. Because again, the the players in this situation have been put in a pretty impossible situation, a no-win situation for really anyone involved. And I'm including the NHL in that as well because 
I think there will be repercussions for condensing the schedule down the road for them. Anyways, we mentioned it off the top. We're going to get into this whole Alex Edler-Wayne Simmons debate right after this break. All right, we are back, and we are getting into the Alex Edler-Wayne Simmons debate. The code. And what is the code? It, it's, it means something different to everyone. It's a kind of unwritten set of rules. It, the code is essentially whatever you want it to be, and whatever situation can justify your cause. So if you missed it last night, Alex Edler had to answer the bell for his hit on Zach Iman by Wayne Simmons. Alex Edler, he of one career fight, and that was last night against Wayne Simmons. If you talk to any delusional Leafs fans, they think he is the Swedish Mac Cook, an absolutely dirty player, even though he hasn't been suspended for, I believe before that, 2013 was the last time Alex Edler's been suspended. Not a really dirty player. We all see him every game in Vancouver. Not an overtly dirty player. He can be physical, he was physical, especially in his younger days, but not overtly dirty player. Not really a dirty player at all. But I think this whole Edler-Simmons debate just goes to show we all still have a, a little bit of caveman brain in us. There's all still a little bit of caveman brain left in us. We can talk about we can talk about how much we despise fighting. We can talk about how much we don't think fighting has a place in the game. But when push comes to shove, we love debating these fights. We love debating the code. The mythical code. Here's my take on all this. Is Wayne Simmons have to go after Alex Edler. Yes, I know Alex Edler caused the injury. But isn't that why you have tough guys like Zach McEwen in the lineup? To answer the bell in defense of Alex Edler? Why is Simmons going after Alex? Alex Edler had no idea what to do in that fight. He dropped the gloves and then it was turtled. Alex Edler is not a fighter. Wayne Simmons wanted a pound of flesh. You go after a guy who can stand up for himself. And I saw this clip on Twitter. Austin Matthews hitting Josh Anderson. Kind of a similar play to Alex Edler, which he left out the knee a bit. He didn't have to answer for that hit. You know, I guess the Josh Anderson would be the residential tough guy on the Montreal Canadiens. He didn't try and go after Austin Matthews. So why is Wayne Simmons going after Alex Edler? Why couldn't any of the Vancouver Canucks stand up for Alex Edler? And I fully expect a response Saturday night, Hockey Night in Canada against the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's been too much media attention on this for there not to be a response, frankly. So I think something's gonna happen. But I also didn't like also didn't like Travis Green not admonishing it, no response after the game. We we talked Kyle Bowen and I talked about this on Sippin' Auto 40 right after the game. We liked Travis Green and how he sticks up for his players. You know, his comments about, you know, defending Again, defending his players after that Tuesday game against Ottawa, saying COVID is not an excuse for it. And he knows as well as anyone what COVID can do, and he's still trying to coach, still trying to motivate. We respect that. 
I didn't like Travis Green not admonishing it and saying it's okay. Wayne Simmons can go ahead and beat the shit out of Alex Edler. And maybe he didn't beat the shit out of Alex Edler, but Alex Edler, he had not fought fought in the NHL before that night. He just turtled there. Like, why isn't Wayne Simmons going after someone who has a bit more experience? And why isn't any Vancouver Canucks stepping up to take his place? And I like Travis Green as a coach, but I thought he got that wrong. I thought he should have just stood up for his guy a bit. Again, that was maybe the most disappointing part is, is the response from Travis Green. But again, we, we all have a little bit of K-Man brain still left in us. We all love this whole the code pound of flesh type thing when, when push comes to shove. Anyways, that is today's episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. One swipe, one tap. Leave and rate us on Apple Podcasts. It would help us a lot. Again, I will read the best responses on an episode of Power of the Towel on a later episode the episode is yet to be determined, but it will happen. Once again, this is Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. I'm your host, Nick Bondi. Thank you for listening.